Welcome to Idol Rumble, the official K-pop podcast of LobbyRumble.com, where we discuss weekly topics around all things K-pop. We are recording on June 20th, 2022. I'm Rob, Editor-in-Chief at Lobby Rumble, and I'm joined by content writer Ron, and our first-time guest, Megan. Megan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, some of your favorite groups, and how you first got into K-pop? Hi, everyone, and uh, thanks for having me. My name is Megan, and I work in HR operations for a cybersecurity company in the Bay Area. Um, some of my favorite K-pop groups, well, my number one is Stray Kids, <laughs> and I would say my number two is uh, ATs, and uh, my other favorite groups would be Twice, I've, Itzy, Ua, yeah. Um, and how I got into K-pop, uh, it was in 2018 when my coworker at the cybersecurity company um showed me a bts music video at first i actually refused to see it because i knew i would like it and i would just (laughs) kind of be obsessed with it but (laughs) and she was right (laughs) that was the start of you know like my hole into k-pop so um the first music video that she showed me was BTS's DNA and it was so colorful so fun yeah and I'm a dancer myself so I really appreciated their choreo and their style of dancing especially Mm -hmm. Jungkook's he's he's such a great dancer (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah that's about me nice and Megan for Stray Kids who would you say is your favorite member (laughs) my favorite is Lino I love him. I feel like um, I didn't notice him at first because he didn't have a lot of lines, at least when I, you know, first got into them in around 2019. Um, But then later on, I started noticing him. And when I was watching a lot of Stray Kids content, I realized how weird he was. And I (laughs) loved that. (laughs) He's just so weird. And a lot of people say he has this 4D personality, which I love. (laughs) So it, it, it's really entertaining. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that you are the first person I've ever heard who said Lino's <laughs> their favorite member of Stray Kids. <laughs> you are the first one. He's an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> and then for your uh, journey into K-pop, you haven't really uh, pursued anything like when, say, SNSD came over and hit us with G or when Psy came over with... Uh, Gangnam style? No, so I mean I I knew about those songs through my friends and of course over YouTube, but I didn't really know what like K-pop was at that time. I just kind of thought like, oh, this is a, a foreign song and you know, I wasn't really into it at that time. But little did I know they paved the way into like what K-pop is now um, nationally. So <laughs> it, it's really interesting. <laughs> to mm. kind of think about that in hindsight nice nice well welcome megan welcome to the podcast we're glad that you're here today to share your uh point of view on all things k-pop thanks for having me ron how's your week i had an amazing week last week let me tell you guys why <laughs> because my favorite basketball team the golden state warriors are the hey. nba champs 
Congrats to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I am so, 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 so happy. And I will admit on the show that after they won, I cried. <laughs> I really did. I shed some tears. And um, especially because, like, you know, Stephen Curry, he's, my, he's one of my favorite basketball players of all time. And just to see him win another chip and then also get finals MVP, I was just so happy for him. And it's well-deserved. And, it's, you know, it's a long time coming for that one. And yeah, I was I was really happy. Um, what a dream come true as a fan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to get the fourth one. <laughs> and, you know, I, I hope we. I hope uh, you know the Dubs get it again next year. I, I'm I'm hopeful. Yeah, there's there's really nowhere but up with this team because it was sort of just like a sort of like not the best team, but somehow they pulled it out. So that's good for them. Yeah, yeah, and if you like pay attention to all the sports shows they had them losing like well i can't say that for sure because like all the talking heads would pick golden state but if if you follow like all these computer models and a lot of metrics and stuff that they all pointed to boston winning but i'm glad they were wrong (laughs) i'm I'm super happy Um, but yeah that was mostly my week um also Dusted off the old Dreamcast because I just kind of felt mm-hmm. like it and played Jet Grind Radio. <laughs> um, one of my favorite games on the Dreamcast and uh, it was fun. Well, it was fun for the most part, just kind of reliving that game. But the controls mm. are so janky, like <laughs> <laughs> compared to modern controls, it's, it's it's crazy. But I still had a good time and I also played the new Ninja Turtles game and I played it on the Xbox and that's super fun too. So, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to go check out that uh, TMNT game because I was like a big, big fan of uh, the one on Super Nintendo, like the arcade style one, uh, yeah. Turtles in Time. Yeah, that's a that's one of the best. And going back to uh, um, Golden State, uh, let's hope that our previous guest Trick, uh, given mm-hmm. that they did win, um, is going to put Curry in his top ten now. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that <laughs> the other mm-hmm. day. Uh, for me, uh, it was Father's Day weekend, so uh, our actually my sister surprised us because she lives in LA. She came out of nowhere, and so we oh, all went nice. to um, we had a little bit of an all you can eat marathon. That <laughs> on Saturday, uh, we we went to Shibuya. If you don't know what Shibuya is, it's a it's a hot pot where everyone gets their own little hot pot in front of them, and it's a all you can eat. That was good. We sort of did the thing where we ordered too much that I, I had to like just stuff the heck out of myself, but we, we made it through. And the next day we went to a local Korean barbecue called Hot Stone Korean Kitchen in Fairfield, California. It was nice. It was nice and chill. That is definitely uh, nice being back in the KBBQ atmosphere compared to, like I said before, um, with a Brazilian steakhouse that a lot more chill i like throwing a bunch of onions and garlic on the grill with my with my beef and oh yeah those like big chunks of garlic right (laughs) and usually when like we come home from like something like that uh, i usually stop by uh like in and out and get um a milkshake because i haven't really gotten a boba in a while because it's so it's just so heavy and it's like two or three times more expensive than um, in and out shake that I've mm. been doing that. But I knew that the one in Fairfield is like across the street from a Taco Bell that I wanted a Baja Blast that I haven't had in a while. <laughs> um, but 
I was like, oh, too much sugar today. So I, I reserved that for today. So I went to Taco Bell for the first time in a long time because I sort of sworn off lower tiered um, fast food restaurants. And I considered Taco Bell <gasps> in the oh, lower man. tier. Lower tier. Taco Bell. Because it's lower a little. Lower <laughs> No. But it's, it's, oh, it's still, for me, at I'm least it's, it's still up there above, like, say, a McDonald's and Burger King that, like, it's not like there's, like, a dollar menu and it's, like that like scrappy kind of food but i tried uh, a quesadilla and a taco and i gotta get my my baja blast and i think i sort of like um ripped myself off because i didn't see that they had a a combo deal because i bought all the cards so i think i spent like a dollar or so more than i was supposed oh. to but it wasn't good <laughs> compared to like <laughs> uh like all this quote-unquote real food that i've been eating like korean barbecue and stuff that it's just like, I wonder why I swore off this tier of fast food. But... I feel you on that. <laughs> However, do you guys hear about a Mexican pizza coming back? Because that's the only what? thing I order from there. Wait, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I think, uh, was it Doja Cat who brought it back? I think she mentioned something or either on Twitter or on like one of her songs mm-hmm. or something. And they brought it back. Yeah, it's been sold out at a lot of Taco Bells lately. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Man, Don't I just it. had Taco Bell like last <laughs> week too. I just <laughs> tried a, a Mexican pizza. Dang it. I've yeah, never had a Mexican pizza actually. Man, they're good, dude. Oh, it's, it's the best. Uh-huh. Yeah, because at least me personally, I think I've only, like growing up, I've only really went with uh, the quesadillas mm. and... I've I've gotten into like the hard taco hard shell tacos when I was like doing that as like sort of a cheap boy uh, dinner, especially like the locos tacos. But yeah, um, I think I learned that I should because I think they do have Baja Blast in like a can form now. So I think I should just went to the grocery store to get that fill. Oh, they do. Uh, I didn't know that. I think cool. so. I think yeah, I, didn't know I think that. I heard it might be seasonal. So we'll mm. see. But I got my fill today. <laughs> nice. So that was the Golden State Warriors winning the NBA Finals, playing Jet Grind Radio on Dreamcast, all-you-can-eat marathon, and eating Taco Bell. And now it's time for new releases. In this section, we highlight and talk about some of our favorite releases from the previous week. What do we have on the list this time? All right, so this list is pretty short, but still pretty jam-packed. And um, I would like to say that, you know, the summer of K-pop is starting now because all the songs that are coming out sound pretty summery to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so on June 16th, Don opens up with Stupid Cool coming from his second digital single. On June 17th, the boys come out with Sweet with their second digital single. And this is part of the Universe Music Project. Then on June 20th, Luna comes out with Flip That from their summer special mini album from the same name. Also, Kepler comes up with Up from their second mini album, Double Blast. And then Lapalus comes out with Hit Yao which is their debut single. So congrats to Lapalus for debuting. Congratulations. Congrats. Megan, since it's your first time on the show, what would you pick from 2022 so far as your favorite? Um, I would say Shut Down by Classy. Mm. I, I saw it on my feed on YouTube, and I was like, huh, who are, who are these girls? I clicked on it, and I instantly fell in love. Now, I think the only thing about the song and the music video is that there was zero time to breathe it was just <laughs> high energy the entire time but i definitely appreciate that i 
I appreciate energy, especially from girl groups. Uh, now I love like mature concepts where it's a little more calm, but I really like debuts that have a lot of energy. And straight kids had that. They had so much energy. So I, th- I think I find myself, you know, being more attracted to those kind of debuts. So, yep, mm. I wanted to highlight that. They were really impressive. Didn't they come from a survival show? They did. Yeah, they came from My Teenage Girl. I think it happened like late 2021, was it? Or early 2022? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I only found out about them uh, less than a month ago. Yeah, because I, I see like TikToks often come up of like people just fanning over uh, classy, but I it's not really in my wheelhouse. So um, maybe I, if I could check out some of their B-sides, then maybe there'll be more tracks that I like. But yeah, classy wasn't or shutdown wasn't really uh, in my favorite genre. Up your alley. Mm-hmm. I see. But uh, maybe if you like uh classy you might like lapalus uh with hit ya i'll I'll check them out ron among this week's new releases which would you pick as your favorite i'm gonna go with the boys's song sweet i really liked it a lot and i I normally don't listen to their music but i thought it was good it was nice not necessarily groovy but it did have like this r&b feel but still like still felt modern and and dancey so mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. It was cool. And I'm probably going to try to listen to more of their songs after this. But I also want to... Hit, wanna hit make your a, boy up. I <laughs> <laughs> also want to make an honorable mention and just want to mention this real quick. Also, there's a song that came out that's not part of our list, but it's kind of idol adjacent, sort of. <laughs> it's called uh, Move Like This by Kang Daniel, Anujin of Ive, and former Olympic gold skater, Kim Yuna. And uh, it's a pretty catchy song. It's your typical like pop, how a lot of pop songs are now with, you know, that's high electric sound and energy and with trap drums. Um, it's pretty mm-hmm. catchy. But the reason why it's not on, a, on this list is because it's not necessarily a K-pop comeback. It's more of like a advertisement song. Cause like it's a for, collab. Yeah. And it's for Gatorade. Oh, I see. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, oh. it's, it's in the field of the uh, Pepsi songs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh, I see. It's kind well, of my girl Eugen is in there, so yeah. I'm definitely going to stream it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's catchy. It's nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, and the, the boys' song, it sort of reminds me of uh, when we were talking about Kong Danielle's uh, latest yeah, uh, comeback down. with yeah. the, with the hey, it's like one of those kind of songs. Yeah. But the, the one thing that, like, if I heard their song before I picked my pick for this week, I probably would have went with it because... It, it, I like that song too because especially that part in the chorus where it has that little pop. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, that that pop is great. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is I thought you were gonna pick that song because like I heard this, I was like, oh, okay, I think Robert's gonna pick this, so I'll just go with Kepler. <laughs> and then when I went <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> our, our notes, <laughs> I saw you pick Kepler, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll just go with the boys then. And no, uh, it's because uh, <laughs> I don't have the patience to go out of my way to listen to. Uh, universe songs until they're like maybe out on uh, YouTube like yeah. further down the line just cause um, I was talking to Megan about this earlier but I hate listening to or listening or watching stuff on my phone because oh, really? I want like the full fidelity of things that I want to watch mm-hmm. it either like on a computer monitor TV or have like a good sound system mm-hmm. when I'm listening to especially like K-pop mm-hmm. but I like the song 
So, like you said earlier, my pick of the week, you would have thought I went with Luna, or you might have thought I went with The Boys, but I went with Kepler's Up. It's a nice. fun dance song. Uh, the genre is a good mashup between funk and jazz uh, thrown in with K-pop. If I had to compare this to something, I'd probably put it up there with the likes of the Cowboy Bebop intro song, but if it was made uh, with K-pop in mind. Um, it's got this nice little slap bass funk line to it. I especially like it when it goes into the chorus where it's a little bit more in the dance genre. And the bridge is also good too because it breaks it down a little bit. The video is pretty colorful and very, pretty vibrant. And it looks like it has high production value because a lot of the sets are practical, similar to uh, Love Dive. But there's a sort of minimal CGI in the video. The music video doesn't really do the choreo justice compared to the live stage. But if you can watch the live stage, the choreo definitely stands out a little bit more. And for some reason in the chorus, it looks like they do that effect where they dance to the song at half speed and then speed it up to have that sort of like warpy, fast choreo looking look to it. So that's something that I sort of didn't like. But Kepler is definitely going in more of a bubblegum pop direction compared to Eyes One that had more of an electronic mature sound. But it's it's nice to have not every group in the scene be Girl Crush. So that's that's good for Kepler. Yeah, I think um, what I think about like Kepler and their new song is I think they're showing that they can do multiple concepts. Like I wouldn't be surprised if their next comeback would be not necessarily Girl Crush and not necessarily Bubblegum, maybe like a slower song that's mm. that's more vocal heavy. Um, yeah, so I think that's kind of my prediction, but they could also go back to Girl Crush because I think they do that really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because the, the thing about the Bubblegum pop concept that I sort of previewed um, most of the album and Maybe the first three tracks are pretty similar um, in that bubblegum pop style. It's not super up my alley, but this track, it because it has that funk and jazz sort of portion to it and dance, it, 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 um, most of the song um, appealed to me, but there were parts that didn't really meld that well with me, that it wasn't an instant hit for me. Did you feel that way about their debut song too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure like um Yeah. I was in the same field with a lot of people that we didn't like that uh sort of second part of the chorus, the the O part. <laughs> yeah. I f- <laughs> Okay, I agree. <laughs> I felt like that was a little bit out of place, you know, like um from the the shows uh, Girls Planet 999, I think it was really, really cute. But then when they added into their debut song, when it was Super Girl Crush, I felt like it was a little out of place. But I think what they were trying to do was like play or pay tribute to the competition, which I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. But they could have done without it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Uh, because I compared it to Eyes One because it was like a Mnet competition show girl group that it's sort of it's not going in the same direction, but they're treading their own path because I guess they are sort of dealing with the cards that they were given with the uh, girls that were cast because they are a little bit younger and have a little bit more of a bright style, whereas opposed to um, as one who does sort of have like 
a little bit that they could work with um, that sort of much more mature concept. Yeah, I think even like Wan Young, she's she was the maknae, but she worked the mature concept really, really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was shut down by Classy, the boys with Sweet, and Kepler with Up. In the news segment, we'll share our picks for what happened in K-pop for the week. So Megan, what did you bring for news this week? Um, so one of the articles that I read was that there is going to be a male version of the idol competition, My Teenage Girl. Mm. And that that quite excites me. I I think the competition was a little bit harsh on the girls. So I don't know. And, and the judges felt the same way too. Like I, I saw a lot of comments saying like, whoa, that's tough or that's harsh or cruel. I, I heard, I saw the word cruel a lot. I don't know if it's like the direct translation to English or I, I'm not sure about that, but I saw that a lot. So I don't know if they're going to make any changes this time around and if they're going to widen the scope for auditions uh, like nation- or internationally. But I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it would be kind of the same feel um, and kind of the same teachings when it came to the judges or the teachers. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and what uh, network will this show on? The same one? Um, I think so. I actually don't know what it was called. I watched it on YouTube oh. after the fact. I didn't watch it live. Yeah, so I don't know what the um, where it actually showed on. Is this an Mnet joint? Sure. Hmm. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever network that is, uh, I'm pretty sure our, our listeners could um, do their due diligence and find it. They could figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and when you said, um, oh, sorry, but uh, oh, no, when you ahead. said they were being uh, cruel, was this in terms of like, because uh, I didn't watch the show, was this in terms of like their critiques on, on the girls' performance? I think it was mainly on the way that they held the competition. As in, um, who's going to be eliminated and for what reason? Oh. Or, yeah, there was too much suspense. Uh-uh. Or, I remember at like one of the audition episodes, um, they the judges had to input their vote for each girl. And if they had four of the judges' votes or three, uh-huh. they would move on. And then for those who got only one or two, they wouldn't move on. Oh, wow. And at one point, there was, yeah, there was a... Um, a miscalculation, I think, and I they counted it wrong, so they had to redo it. And one of the girls basically got eliminated twice. Dang. <laughs> so it was it was really sad. Yeah. So I think that was one of those occurrences where it was cruel. Oh goodness! That <laughs> if that happened to me, I'd be <laughs> crushed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like imagine like, you know, going backstage crying or even crying on stage and they yeah. even, you know, ask the I don't know if they do this in every competition, but the girls who get eliminated, they ask them how they're feeling while they are crying. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh does that happen in like yeah, other competitions it, too? It happens. Like even even on like I think it was either Girls Planet or Produce that literally the first runner up they would ask them how they feel which is super duper uh, <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know how i, I mean, can handle it. like how does it feel not to make it into the group <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much what it sounds like 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it gives them a chance to make them seem like they're taking the loss well, but I'm sure inside they're just crushed and so upset and angry, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was the upcoming male version of the idol competition show, My Teenage Girl. Ron, what do you have for news this week? So I brought some black pink news. Unfortunately, hey. it's not a comeback. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> it is... News about Jenny. She's going to appear in HBO's The Idol. So a few days ago, it was reported that Jenny received an offer to appear on the show and is currently being discussed. Basically, the show is about a self-help guru getting into a relationship with a pop idol. And it stars The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp. So far, no one really knows what the role is. Everyone is still excited that Jenny is going to be in a part of it. There's rumors that she's going to be in some sort of like supporting role or maybe just make a cameo. So that's good news if you're a Blackpink fan. You can see her Hopefully. on the screen. <laughs> yeah. But it sucks that yeah. it's, it's not music, which I'm, <laughs> I'm still waiting for. <laughs> but yeah. uh, shout outs to Jenny. Hopefully it's a supporting role and not just a cameo, although a cameo would be really cute. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. Yeah. I don't know what her acting skills look like, but, you know, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was Blackpink's Jenny will appear in HBO's The Idol. So for my news this week, I wanted to highlight the first lineup announcement of KCON LA 2022. So KCON will be holding its first annual convention in Los Angeles since 2019 due to the pandemic. KCON LA will run for three days from August 19th to the 21st at the LA Convention Center and the Crypto.com Arena. On June 16th, KCON followed their previous lineup teasers with a video of the first wave of announced artists of which include Itzy, Inhypen, The Boys, Stacy, Enmix, WJSN, and Cravity. I know just today they did release another round of teasers for a second wave. And just on pure speculation, it looks like fans have been piecing the pieces together that it looks like the second wave would be somewhere along the lines of Lightsome, Joy One, NCT Dream, Luna, TO One, Kepler, INI, and ATs. So the thing about these teasers is that in the years past, they've usually been pretty straightforward and easy to guess but like the first round they had like little birthday cakes with um the first initial of the team and the first initial of the fandom so that's a little bit easier to pick up and then also the thing about the cakes is that they were like themed around like one of their most recent music video but this one is a little bit more vague and like it was a super duper blurred out image of a I, I believe their stage performances but like the community did they were able to at least get some sort of a lineup going but it sounds like this is shaping up to be a pretty good lineup because I'm a pretty big fan of Stacy uh WJ Sun me too and Itzy so I'm looking forward to hopefully participating again this year yeah man the this year's lineup is stacked, dude. They're all heavy hitters. Like some, mm-hmm. I know, like in previous years where it's like, oh, it's just you have like a a pretty big name, and then the rest is just kind of like, ah, oh, they're they're all right. But this year, pretty much everyone, <laughs> they're all really mm-hmm. really good. Um, I am curious about Nmix though, because 
they only have like two songs. Hopefully they'll have more by、mm-hmm. KCON, but. Yeah, I wonder what、we'll、they're going to perform. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know if this is considered a song, but they had like Anyong Gabi as a, a kid's song. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Like, same yeah, thing. It's、so、not like part the of shark song with Oh My Girl. I think so. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really cute. They go, And you're Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny if they did perform that song, though. <laughs> yeah. Huge, like, arena. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think there have been similar,、uh, similar acts that have had pretty limited、um, catalogs. So I wouldn't be surprised that. They could hold their own with their limited discography. Yeah. Because I think they weren't in Chicago, were they? They yeah. were. Yeah. So they've done it. So、oh. there, there has to have been some sort of、uh, thing that they were able to do. Because I think maybe Luna might be along the same lines that they had like their catalog of like solo and unit stuff. But yeah. I think they came to their first KCON with、uh, Hi Hi and、um, just covers because I think. KCON loves covers of, of things. So I think they did some sort of boy song. I forgot which one they did. But I was right there in the audience. Are we talking about、it. NMIX? No,、uh, Luna. Because they, they had a, like I said,、oh, they I had、see. a limited、um, group catalog for when they came、uh, the、mm. first time. So that was KCON LA's first lineup announcement for 2022. In the spotlight section, we try to shine a light on something in K pop, whether it be an artist, song, album, TV show, or the like. Megan, what would you like to spotlight this week?、Um, what I would like to spotlight, spotlight this week is、uh, Kim Woo Jin, who was a former member of Stray Kids. <laughs> you know, I love my Stray Kids. <laughs> <laughs> And,、um, you know, I, I think when it was it, late 2019, they announced that Kim Woo Jin's contract had ended and nobody knew why. It caused a huge stir up in the fandom, and everyone was posting, you know, possible things, like、mm-hmm. possible reasons. And then、um, when an anonymous, you know, Twitter member came up saying that,、um, yeah, like a, a member from a well known boy group like, harassed me at this、mm-hmm. one place, then it was just. It was a huge, huge thing at the time. And then a lot of the fandom, or even just K netizens in general, I think they kind of they assumed it was Kim Woo Jin.、Um, and I think they, they tried to use like Kim, or Kim Woo Jin's contract ending as, as the result of. How he had his actions or how his actions were like. Yeah. And so I saw so many videos come up about Kim Woo Jin, like bullying、uh, the Stray Kids members, things yeah, like that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you saw that too, right? Yeah, yeah, and, I, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I didn't really want to believe everything I saw on the internet. Now, this is very controversial because, especially、um, regarding the Me Too movement. I definitely, you know, want to support the women who feel like they were sexually harassed, especially by somebody famous. And usually, they, these, these girls, they get a lot of heat for speaking up.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a really, yeah, it's very, very controversial. And I didn't really know how to feel. But at the same time, 
I know that anyone can just say anything about an artist to bring down their reputation. <laughs> so I wanted to wait before I, you know, like place any opinions on it. I wanted to wait till more news came out. We definitely know that Kane Edison's <laughs> do better work than official detectives. So <laughs> when, um, when, you know, eventually they found out that um, this person was lying or it was untrue and the pictures that this anonymous person posted on, on Twitter um, were stolen from somebody else, um, I just felt really, really bad because it was right before his his solo debut and I feel like that just you know brought a lot of the former or the Stray Kids fandom to dislike him and not support him so yeah I just wanted to bring him up especially since he's going on a Europe tour really soon and if he ends up going to the U.S. tour I definitely want to uh, support him and and attend and I think he is a great vocalist yeah definitely. so right yeah so I I definitely would want to see him perform and his pre-debut song is amazing <laughs> 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 so I recommend everyone listen to that it's called still dream yeah I, I remember when all that went down and like I, I know someone who's like a huge stray kids fan and so this was like like huge news to her <laughs> she was she was like pretty much going through it but i think like we talked about this on the show earlier before in, according to the seraphim because we all know uh kim garam is going through pretty much the same thing mm-hmm. probably not to the same extent but it's so crazy how much weight a random person on the internet has when it comes to these rumors yeah just because one rumor comes up it freaking takes off it does and we all kind of take it as a truth just because we all think it sounds interesting whether it's true or not right also it kind of like confirms our biases right like if we already think that's you know using kim Jin as an example like i remember reading online people were saying oh he got kicked out because he was dating somebody and you're not supposed to date as an idol for x amount of years in your contract whatever and then when this stuff comes up, then it kind of just confirmed everyone's biases, right. even though like no truth came out out of all that whatsoever, the way his contract ended. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I just feel for the guy because then like, I don't know how long after the rumors came out where they actually came out saying, yo, this, this girl was lying. These, the pictures, like uh, if, if anyone in the audience remembers, like there were pictures of whiskey bottles and stuff. Yeah. And someone like oh, looked at the I label and that. was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like they looked at the they looked up the, the 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 brand and they're like hey this is only limited to this number of people whatever and then those netizens aren't even they weren't even from korea they're from brazil like how crazy is that oh my gosh so, it, it's nuts i like i i hate kind of the way that the world has kind of turned out to be when it comes to rumors and stuff like this like just like you could say whatever, and it, if it takes off, it, it's hard to shake off. It is, especially if you're a celebrity. Yeah, it's hard so, to recover I, I feel from for the that. Guy. Yeah. 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 I just saw uh, just today mm-hmm. um, because you guys remember uh, Good Boy from Startup that they were trying to cancel him for whatever with his girlfriend. Yeah. They're trying to cancel the other yeah. male lead now for like a uh, bullying or something. I, f- I forget his name, but he, yeah, uh, he's yeah. in um, that one drama that I was watching. Uh, Twenty five, mm-hmm. twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that that one's crazy too. I've heard some 
wild rumors about that. Like him and Kong Daniel too. Oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're repeatable on this podcast. <laughs> but it's some crazy stuff. Yeah, and we're deaf. Like we've already talked a lot about like um the rumor mill sort of ruining people's careers, but just another one. Another one to throw on the fire, unfortunately. It's nuts. So that was Kim Ujin regarding scandals and uh, upcoming European tour. Ron, what would you like to spotlight this week? Yeah, so I'd like to talk about one of my favorite YouTube channels that I like to mm-hmm. watch. It's called It's Live. And I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with this YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Basically, it has, they bring on idols. And not all the time, they don't. It, they have other singers too. A lot of the videos I watch have idols in them. And they perform with a live band. And I really like these videos because the way that these songs are arranged are almost completely different. Well, not completely different, but they're different from what we're used to listening to, like the album versions of these idols' mm-hmm. songs. And I really like it and I really appreciate it when idols perform with live bands like during tours and they change up the song, mm-hmm. make it sound like 10,000 times <laughs> better. Like it sounds super cool. Also, these the singers on here they're given a lot of freedom to sing how they want and all the ad libs that come out of it are so good especially when like two singers start like harmonizing and stuff like out of nowhere oh my goodness (laughs) i just melt in my (laughs) chair it's so great so i recommend i could i felt like i could have put this in the recommendation section but cheating anyways um so it's like i have two recs but anyways i have i have a few videos to recommend uh, for this channel, um, basically all of Stacy's performances are all really good. Brave Girls, We Ride. That's I feel like that's an underappreciated song since it came out after the Rollin' hype, and the Rollin' hype was still strong when this song came out mm. too. So it kind of got overlooked. DM by Promise Nine is a good one. Strawberry Moon by Weekly. And it's originally an IU song, so Weekly did a cover. By the way, Monday and Weekly, she sounds amazing She's in the song. Amazing. So I highly recommend that one if you're gonna check out any of these. And also. Um, JB uh, BTW, or by the way, he sounds really good in that song too. Nice. So please watch it. I'll definitely check them out. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, just today I just uh, came across because I was trying to uh, bookmark like just performances one, but I guess uh, Joe Yuri's thing, I guess they did like a oh, whole yeah. behind thing because I guess it's probably yeah. the first time they had a live audience, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I saw that too. It was, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, so I think I saw part of the just regular performance video, but I guess I got something to watch during one of my lunches this week. <laughs> I didn't even know Weekly also did uh, Strawberry Moon. Oh man, that that one is a good song. I was like low key getting emotional. <laughs> and is that like I use songs are just so good, anyways, mm-hmm. right? And then they just make you feel a type of way. But like the way Weekly sung it and just hearing it from a group. Oh, man, it, it, it hits different, you guys. <laughs> it sounds <Aww>. good. <laughs> yeah, and definitely we'll be bringing up more Strawberry Moon later in the show. And you'll see where. So that was its live YouTube channel. For my spotlight this week, I wanted to bring us all back to Rob's B-side corner again. For this week, I wanted to spotlight Luna's number one from the hashtag album. This has sort of got this pop genre with city pop influences to it. You know, it's got my favorite vibe, which is chill. It's pretty atmospheric with a reverberated drum kit throughout the song. It's got this funky bass in the chorus. It sort of does remind me of like um, a couple of Daft Punk songs. And definitely this is something that you want to listen to with a good sound system or headphones. And it's also cool, too, that they have um, this electronic drum kit with the fills sort of giving me that 
Daft Punk feel again. Um, the only thing is, though, that this song is heavily weighted towards the vocalists of the group, which are Chu, Kim Lip, and Heejin. If you could hear this song, Chu's ad-libs uh, closer to the end of the song are just chef's kiss. They're, they're great. <laughs> um, the cool thing about this, too, is that I think the only time that they performed it, at least somewhere accessible to me, um, they performed it during their online concert, Midnight Festival. And they also did it with live mics. And similar to previous B-side corners that I've mentioned, this is another great song to cruise down the freeway at nighttime. So that was Luna's number one from the Hashtag album. To end the show, we'd like to leave you all with some recommendations that aren't necessarily K-pop. Megan, what would you like to recommend this week? Well, I do want to recommend something (laughs) (laughs) K-pop. And um, that's basically just to look out for Nyan's solo debut. I think this has been long awaited by all Twice fans. <laughs> I think Nyon is definitely one of the aces of the group. So I'm really, really looking forward to this. And she's my bias wrecker. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Diane. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, um, look out for her on June 24th. Yeah, and uh, to add on to that, if you haven't heard it already, uh, Nyon came out with a, like a track preview for the album. And I heard it right before the show. And man, every song sounds super, super good. I'm excited. And uh, we got a Stray Kids member making a featuring in the album too. So that's cool. Ooh. Yeah, I think I saw your tweet earlier about that. That you were just like fanning, oh, yeah. <laughs> fanboying over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was Nyon's solo debut coming out on June 24th. Ron, what would you like to recommend this week? All right. Because summer is starting and it's really, really hot, especially where I'm at, I'm down in the South Bay, I would like to say, please drink lots of water, lots and lots of water, because it is hot as heck out there, you guys. Um, also <laughs> wear sunscreen, even though if you're not outside, even, even if you're indoors a lot of the time, like I, every day I'm pretty much indoors, but I have giant windows and stuff, so... Still wear sunscreen because you might age faster. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's something I'm concerned about. So we don't I wear like sunscreen. skin cancer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah, especially that. Especially <laughs> that. But yeah, drink lots of water, wear sunscreen. Please do it. <laughs> and another thing, real quick if you like video games, please check out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. It's a beat em up. It's super, super fun. It's, it's a lot of fun for everybody. You don't have to be very good at video games to play it to still have fun. And if you're like a pro, they, ha- they have stuff in there for you because they have a combo system, which is really, really fun. <laughs> so please check that out. Is that cross-platform? Ooh, so I can button mash? Yes, you can button mash. And yes, it's cross-platform. Ah. Well, maybe we'll go play sometime. Sounds fun. You know, I hear a lot of um, people talking about PC games lately, so it's nice to hear about console mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to play more console games lately because I-, I do have a gaming PC. But it- it's-, it's nice just to s- lay back in a couch. And, yeah. and just play. I, yeah. I kind of missed that. So that's why I've been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Drink Lots of Water and Wear Sunscreen and TMNT's new video game Shredder's Revenge. For my recommendation this week, I'd like to recommend Dream Content 2022. This is the first time that it was held offline in three years due to the pandemic. It was held on June 18th in the Seoul Olympic Stadium. It was hosted by Ives Eugene and NCT's Doyoung. Some groups that performed were Oh My Girl, Ive, Stacy, Weekly, AB6, Red Velvet, Edmix, Dreamcatcher, Kepler, Six, NCT Dream, and more. So this was a pretty straightforward concert. It was 
pretty similar to a music show that some groups got one song sets, but more of the popular and senior groups got multiple songs. Some special performances that happened were Weekly's Jihan, Kepler's Chaehyun, and Mix's Haewon did a cover of IU's Strawberry Moon. Um, it's cool too because these are some of my favorite members from those groups. Gravity did a cover of EXO's The Eve. And various 4th gen males did a cover of Monster X's Love Killer. Yeah, so uh, you, you mentioned that um, in under special performances, Hewan and Jihan are some of my favorite uh, members from the groups too. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to check those out as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could find like anyone posting it on various uh, multi-social media websites. So that was Dream Concert 2022. Before we get to promotions, I'd like to thank you again, Megan, for being on the show this week. Of course. Thanks for having me. And to close out the show, do you guys have anything to promote? So as usual, I like to promote our social media accounts. You can follow us pretty much everywhere at Idol Rumble. And if you want to chat with us about K-pop, movies, pretty much anything really, um, you can join us at our Discord, the Lobby Rumble Discord. And you can find that in a link to our bio. And if you like what you hear, please leave us a review at your favorite podcasting platform. And you can catch my work at LobbyRumble.com, where I could like to write about all things pop culture, Lobby Rumble on all social media. If you want to follow my personal social media, it's currently Mega Evo Rob. And music's brought to you by Kevin McLeod of Vincoptech.com. And that'll do it for this week's show. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Idol Rumble podcast.